This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I've said this, and I said this to Deng Xiaoping and the Himalayas, and I've said this to every world leader. It's never, never, never been a good bet to bet against the American people. Never, never, never. Ah, yes. That's the President of the United States, um, Joseph Robinette Biden, yesterday saying he said it before to Deng Xiaoping, who was the leader of the Chinese Communist Party in, what, the 1930s? What the... Joe Biden, not a bright man. Uh, It's not the 1930s, but nevertheless, Deng Xiaoping... I like to call him Dung. I like Dung better than Dang, because Dang sounds different. Deng Xiaoping, who died in 1997. Hey, Joe, I say he died in 1997. That's Joe Biden. He meant to say Xi Jinping, but he said Deng Xiaoping. Deng Xiaoping is not Ricochet Rabbit. That's Xi Jinping. And that's a different thing altogether. But that's Joe Biden. He doesn't know what decade he's in. He doesn't know who the world leaders are. He doesn't know who he met with a couple of weeks ago in California. He's, uh, tell you, never bet against the American. And he fell over there to give the paddles. Put him in an iron lung. Wheel him back into the basement of the White House. That's our president. He is not up to the job of being president. Our news media is not up to the job of being a news media. The Democratic Party is not up to the job of being a major political party in the United States. But, you know, they're, uh, you know they do know how to party. They, they know how to party like it's uh, 1399 with their pals in Hamas. Oh, speaking of which, you know, there is a, what are they calling it, a truce. They've got a, they've got a truce. The uh, Hamas, the Israel-Hamas truce extended to a seventh day because they're holding hostages some of them little tiny children. And while the truce is going on, including a little baby, the youngest, I think they're holding right now, the youngest hostage in the world, the terrorists, and they're holding the oldest hostage in the world. But while the truce is ongoing, that means you don't shoot at each other. Hamas has claimed responsibility for a shooting at a Jerusalem bus stop that left at least three people dead and 16 more injured. That was just this morning in Jerusalem, which is a holy site, you know. So they punch a lot of holes in it with AK-47s. Their weapon of choice is the AK-47. They uh, like to murder a lot of people. The Israel-Gaza live updates, three killed. Initial reports, six injured, shooting Jerusalem. No, no, ABC News, 16 others injured on Thursday morning in the terrorist attack on a bus stop during the truce, I guess. there, And then Hamas, ABC News, Hamas has claimed responsibility. They consider that to be taking credit for something because they're murderers and they love murder. I played the 
great soundbite from the Fox News reporter uh, about how he's embedded with Israeli troops, and he's embedded, strangely enough, with Hamas units. And he says the difference is that the Israelis will fight in war and they will be forced to kill people, but they don't like it. I can tell you there's a huge difference. And the one that stands out in my mind is that the Israeli forces don't enjoy killing. Yeah. And the Qassam brigades, they do. They talk about their efforts to try to kill as many Israelis as possible. They are proud of the terror attacks they commit against Israel. Israeli forces, despite the fact they have killed many civilians inside Gaza as they look to go after Hamas leadership, they're not happy about it. They're not proud about the war. They wish this didn't happen. See, that's kind of a big difference. That's that's an enormous difference. Army of psycho killers that can't wait to gargle in the blood of innocents and a, an army of civilized people who are trying to hold civilization together. Honestly, Hamas has claimed responsibility for a shooting at a Jerusalem bus stop. Yeah, sure, why not a bus stop? Left at least three people dead and 16 others injured. That's, uh, and, and what's going on in New York? Let's go to that New York audio because last night a mob of violent Democrat criminals showed up at the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting, something that... I've uh, never attended, but I've visited the the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center many times, many years, but I've never been there for the actual ceremony where they where they light it. I think that'd be fun. A mob of violent criminal Democrats showed up there last night and attacked the place. Your Democrats, there they are. It's the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting. Because they love Hamas. Because they're genocidal anti-Semites. Some of them are Jewish. From the river to the sea. They've brainwashed so many young people. One of our brilliant callers said earlier today, they're the Red Army, the the American youth that have been indoctrinated on college campuses and in high schools and in grammar schools who are gender confused, have abandoned science, honestly. And uh, they've joined Hamas from afar. Now, at the same time, this is uh, something that I guess nobody's talking about today. Uh, but it's kind of a big deal. There was a an attack at the U.S. Capitol today because a Democrat attacked the Capitol. An incident. Police swoop as car is. This has happened before, by the way. As car smashes into a barricade. It's it, it's once again we've we've seen this before. Car smashes into barricades in political heartland. It says. Police are on the scene, Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C., after a car crashed headfirst. You're not going to back into it. You get fishtail into it, I guess. Into a barrier outside the Rayburn House office building on Capitol Hill. That's, uh, you know, this is your this is your Democrat Party. They're anti-police. They're anarchists. They're violent. A huge police president has been spotted at Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., after a driver crashed into a barricade. Photos from the scene showed a white car. Always got to bring race into it. 
with its bonnet crumpled. It's a British publication. That means it's hood. That's the bonnet. They call it a bonnet. It's not a bonnet. It's the hood. Come on, especially with this guy driving. Crumpled, having crashed into the security barrier. The driver's door open, a stream of smoke rising from the from the hood, um, probably from the inside of the car, because he's probably smoking dope, you know. Smoking cigarettes and writing something nasty on the wall. This is your Democrat party, your Democrat. Now, how long ago was it, Michael, that the uh, Democrat, who was a black, racist, militant, crashed into, it was 2021, a man named Noah Green, who was 25 years old. It was a suicide attack. He was a black nationalist. He murdered a U.S. Capitol Police officer, William Evans, went by Billy, Billy Evans, and wounded a second police officer after he deliberately rammed his car into a barricade outside the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. The uh, Capitol was locked down. Green jumped out of the car with a giant knife and tried to attack. He murdered, he crashed, he pinned two police officers between his car that he crashed into the barricade, killing one U.S. Capitol police officer, severely wounding a second officer. He jumped out and attacked the police with a giant knife. He was uh, a nation of Islam, Louis Farrakhan, black nationalist, racist, just amazing. And uh, the police thankfully shot and killed him uh, like the murderer that he was. Extraordinary. And um, William Francis Evans, Billy Evans, U.S. Capitol Police officer, murdered by this black nationalist racist named Noah Green in uh, 2021, April 2nd of 2021. Yes, sir. And another attack by a car today. Hey, have you, uh, you know that kid with the face paint at the Kansas City Chiefs game? Have you heard about this guy that wrote the story? Speaking of black militant racists, uh, this guy is a radical. and He's going to crash his car into somebody soon, I think. I have audio of this so-called journalist who's a a racist and a racially divisive fake journalist. I've got a little teaspoon of him for you coming up as well. And again, we're raising money for Fisher House today. I want to thank Brian in California, Maryland. Brian, $1,200, $1,200 from Brian in California, Maryland. The phone number to make a donation to Fisher House today is 888-294-8560. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, we are back. And uh, thank you for being with us today on the, the day that we're helping to raise money for the wonderful Fisher House. 
The phone number to donate is 888-294-8560. And on the line, we have more guests. Leanne and Joel Rodriguez, who have experience with Fisher House as well, personal experience. Leanne, Joel, thank you for being here. Appreciate your time. No, thank you for having us. We um, we love Fisher House, and um, any, anything that can help, we would definitely do. Well, tell me, Joel, why you love Fisher House. Um, they're just an organization that will go out of their way to help you as, as much as they can. Um, I mean, even even if it puts a strain on them, as long as they're helping the veteran, that's all that matters to them. Well, tell me about your, your background and how you ended up uh, coming into contact with uh, Fisher House. Sure. So um, I sustained an injury in 2014, um, and uh, I had to do my rehab in the Tampa VA here in the Fisher House. Um, housed my family for almost a year, for about eight or nine months um, while, I was, while I was doing my rehab. And um, that was my first encounter with Fisher House. And um, I would it was incredible having my wife and my mother um, able to come and see me daily um, during my rehab. Having that kind of support helped, kept me motivated um, to be where I'm at now. And um, you lost the use of, of both of your legs. Uh, yes, sir. So I'm, in, in all technicality, I'm considered a quadriplegic. Um, most people think quadriplegic, they think of, of Superman um, and how he was completely in a chair, unable to move his arms or legs. Um, I'm able to move my arms, but I lost function or use of my hands. Um, and I lost use of my legs as well. So, Wow. Well, and tell me about your military service. Excuse me, sir? Your military service? Yes, sir. So um, I, was, I was in the Army. Um, I loved the Army. I was going to do my 20, maybe more. Um, and um, God, unfortunately, had a, uh, had a different plan for me as far as me getting injured. And um, I was, ended up retired. I ended up retired. And um, thanks to organizations like, like Fisher House, I can continuously... Um, Stay out in my community um, through either adaptive sports or just um, being able to reach out to other veterans as well. Well, I um, I tell you, the the ever since I started uh, working with Fisher House uh, many years ago, I'm just dazzled by the organization and the people that run the the organization on the on the highest level and at every Fisher House that I've visited. And uh, I got to tell you, people like yourself, Joe, are, uh, you know, the testimony that, that you provide for Fisher House is, is just, uh, just heartening that there are such organizations, such people in the family, the Fisher family, uh, doing such extraordinary work. The, um, you know, the gap between what the military, what the VA can provide and, um, well, and, you know, and what they don't provide and they can't provide – uh, and Fisher House honestly does it so much better than the government would do it anyway, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, you know, I've, I've been through 
the VA, I still go through the VA for quite a few things. Um, but when I definitely need something, especially in a timely manner, um, I'll reach out to organizations like Fisher House. Yeah, and you had uh, eight or nine months with uh, family being uh, provided accommodations at Fisher Houses, wonderful places with private rooms where you're you're there with people who are in similar circumstances that can provide you emotional support and and uh, the kitchens. I love the the kitchens that were uh, the group kitchens where people can gather and and have group meals and and uh, the support that people can provide one another at the Fisher Houses is very important and and extraordinary and it's you know it's a, we're all in this together sort of approach right um i you know you're hitting all the right buttons um <laughs> you know that that is perfect you know it, with you know we've in being military we've always gone through you know we get through a lot of crucibles and the silver lining in in it is that we are doing it together as a team and um whether it's something good or something bad, we succeed or fail as a team. And um, with the Fisher House, that's exactly what it is. Uh, of course, more towards the success por- portion of it. Um, but everything they do is con- is in, in, a, in a single unit, and it's awesome. Yeah, and it's awesome. And I hear Leanne back there chuckling a little bit at uh, <laughs> the conversation <laughs> that we're having. And, uh, you know, God bless you both. How uh, you know, I'm, I'm very sorry about your circumstance, but you, see, you know, God had another plan for you, and um, and Fisher House was there to to help with that because I honestly think the finger of God is involved in Fisher House and the Fisher Houses as well, and bringing people, volunteers, and employees of Fisher House to to the uh, to the process uh, just so extraordinary. It's uh, you know, it's it's. One of the things, one of the many thousands of things that make you proud to be an American, uh, Fisher House, and the way they work with the, the VA medical system and, and the military and the government, but boy, they are such a, a, a bright and shining example of, of uh, what a smart organization can do if you recognize, as Ken Fisher and the Fisher family, the Fisher Foundation have recognized that there was a need uh, they jumped in, they saw the need, and boy, they do an amazing job of it, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> listen, there's Leonie. That's wonderful. Well, listen, uh, God bless you both. Thank you Thank you so much for your time. And um, the very, very best for you. Leonie, thank you for being there. And a sense of humor, too. And Joel, um, Leonie and Joel Rodriguez, thank you both so much for being here. Uh, the, the number to donate to Fisher House is 888-294-8560. Give a million dollars. Come cut your lawn. One million dollars, cut your lawn. And uh, lots of wonderful donations from great people out there already today. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are. Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. Octane action in the dust, a new film puts. Our staff of correspondents provide a fast paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. 
believe the jihadis uh, saw the truce as an opportunity to go hose down 19 people at a, a bus stop with an AK-47 because, like lefties here in the United States, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Speaking of mad criminal mass murderers, Washington, D.C. is full of them all over the streets. Uh, Local news report last night, FBI employee carjacked on the 100 block of 12th Street Northeast. Now that's going to be, that's that's 12 blocks from the U.S. Capitol. Uh, It's uh, still technically Capitol Hill neighborhood. Uh, residential neighborhood. A nice. I was over there uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was actually on 12th Street Northeast with my best girl. FBI employee carjacked 100 block just off of East Capitol Street, uh, 12th Street Northeast. At 3.45 p.m., that's broad daylight yesterday afternoon, the victim, a federal agent, reported two suspects took their vehicle so it says their vehicle, not his vehicle. Maybe as gender fluid. It could be, maybe it uses they, their. Maybe they don't want to say that it's a lady uh, FBI agent. Maybe, I don't know, but that's what it said. The vehicle was recovered in the 1000 block of 15th Street Southeast, which is honestly uh, 10, 11, about 15 blocks from where they carjacked it. I guess they stuck a gun in the FBI agent's face and stole the car. There was body armor in there. There were other things in there, right? Uh, Because maybe it's cheaper than taking an Uber. Maybe they didn't want to have to call Uber, so they carjacked an armed FBI agent who didn't, uh, you know, pull out the gun and and shoot because it's there. Maybe it's it's, uh, there. Could could that be a clue? There? Let's go to the... uh, WJZ News, FBI agent carjacked in Washington, D.C. Officials say, you always got to depend on officials, you know. This is the Baltimore CBS station. An FBI agent was carjacked Wednesday afternoon in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. Authorities said, they're authorities, they must know. The federal agent reported that around 3.30 p.m., two armed men took the car, the 100 block 12th Street Northeast. The car was recovered about 30 minutes later, about 15 blocks away. The FBI Washington Field Office and Metropolitan Police Department Carjacking Task Force are investigating. That's going to be a very busy task force. Since we've had more than, on Thanksgiving Day, we hit 901 carjackings in Washington, D.C. You see, the problem is not our guns, it's your son's. Stop raising murderers. And by the way, all the guns are illegal guns, but pay no attention to that. So let's go to uh, ABC News. Actually mentioned it last night. They had time for this, but not for so much as. So they they have a a, a man named David Muir. He's kind of a, a poser. David Muir, ABC News. Tonight, an FBI special agent has been carjacked at gunpoint in Washington, D.C. Authorities say the agent's car was stolen, along with the body armor and a radio inside. The car was found a short time later. The agent was not hurt. There's no word of an arrest tonight. Uh, body armor, huh? Right. And uh, that's good. And radio, got a, is that the AM, FM radio? Or is that the, because I uh, think you probably, and they're still in the body armor. And I guess when they found the car, the radio and the body armor were missing. 
right? Otherwise, you wouldn't say that, uh, see, that's the, that's the thing. It's your Washington, D.C. The uh, local news, Fox Channel 5, Melanie Alnwick also covered the story. We're talking about details that you don't normally hear when it comes to carjacking stories. We're things happening in the middle of the afternoon involving FBI agents. Uh, it, it really is what people in this neighborhood are saying has just gotten to the point where they're, they're fed up with it. And they really, some of them told me, frankly, blame some of the, the previous policies on the city council. They're hoping for change there. Well, I just, uh, I don't They're hoping for change there. Um, you know, you got an FBI agent. Notice that they still haven't mentioned man or woman. They didn't say he or she. They just said there, they, them, could be transgender FBI agent. Could be because, you know, Biden, we got Biden and all that. Also in Washington, D.C., because this is our city today, shot in her neck while driving in D.C. She didn't expect to survive. Tanisha Moore and other trauma survivors were honored by the George Washington University Hospital. You don't want to be honored by a hospital at an event that celebrated the work that went into their recovery. We're talking about more than one person now. And the scar tissue on this poor woman, horrible, but, you know, crime is completely out of control. I saw the mayor of Washington, D.C. make some comment yesterday that was seemed almost flippant about crime. I think she's still in Dubai talking about the weather, isn't she? And trying to recruit jihadis to visit Washington, D.C. as tourists or something. The uh, local news, Channel 5, then went out to Mount Rainier, Maryland, and spoke to the police chief there, Linwood Alston. Uh, we're seeing a tremendous increase in carjackings and theft from autos and auto thefts. Uh, uh, the... Victims have been uh, accosted with guns. Uh, there have been acts of violence, uh, 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 citizen armed robberies, and things of that like. So it's like we've never seen in recent times. Mm-mm-mm. In Mount Rainier, Maryland, because Democrats have normalized using guns for violent carjackings, they've normalized looting. They've normalized mob street violence like at the uh, Christmas tree lighting in Rockefeller Center in New York last night with seven arrests there because of the violent assaults because they're there at the Christmas tree lighting to advocate for radical Islamic jihadis, for Hamas, for Iran, right? Now, these idiots in the streets of the United States of America, they are advocating for the animal that uh, shot 19 people at a bus stop in Jerusalem this morning. That's what the Democrat Party is out there doing. Make no mistake. Extraordinary. Bump, bump, bump. I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Now, uh, also, we've got uh, Democrat senators on Capitol Hill, and they're no good either, especially uh, Dickie the Turban, Dick Durbin. It's uh, a senator from Illinois, and he's awful. There is a, you know, the Democrats control the Senate, so Dickie the Turban, uh, he's on the side of evil, evil. And they have, you know, the after-school Satan Club, the Democrat Party. Hamas, the Democrat Party. Looting your CVS till there's nothing left on the shelves, the Democrat Party. Carjackings, Democrat Party. 
shooting people in the neck when they're driving by women. The Democrat Party. This is the Democrat Party. If you vote for them, this is what you're voting for. Make no mistake about it. And, uh, oh, yeah, I heard the, the mayor, as she, she, who's awful, of Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser, has a uh, plan to start enforcing laws and because they don't do that now because they're criminals and they love crime. And the city council is thinking about it. But they got people like Treyon White who thinks that the Jews control the weather. This is the Democrat Party. Make no mistake. All right. But Dickie the Turban, Durbin, he's, uh, there is a hearing on Capitol Hill. And the headline from the radical left-wing Politico, more Senate judiciary chaos after Durbin limits debate on judicial nominees. And these are, of course, you know, um, Biden people. So they're anti-Constitution, anti-American. They're probably racist. They're lunatics. And uh, they're holding this hearing. And and uh, Senator Cornyn was in there and he was having none of this. So what Dickie the Turban Durbin, the Democrat, was doing, it's, he's, you know, they have their enemies list. And everybody's on it. Right? The uh, Senator Tom Cotton was there. Senator John Cornyn was there. Senator Marsha Blackburn was there. And they wanted to ask questions and to make comments about the judicial nominees. But Dickie the Turban wasn't letting anybody talk unless they sang from the radical left-wing pro-Hamas sheet music. We don't Do have it. a right to speak under the rules. Under the third, uh, the third time, I'd say no. So you're, so you're just going to make it up? So you, yeah. I'd like There's going to be a lot of consequences like coming here. To, Mr. You're going to have a lot of consequences coming if you go down this road. You better I've cautioned it. you. I've cautioned a lot of you. The clerk will call the rule. Listen to me. I've cautioned a lot of you. Now, once again, this is this. And Senator Tom Cotton, Harvard Law School, decorated combat veteran, United States Army. He uh, and it sounded like he wanted to put a whooping on Durbin, which would be welcome news. Uh, and so, no, you're not going to, no, you're not going to, uh, and he's, uh, once again, he's saying, I warn you, you're going to regret this, and Turbin doesn't care. He's a suicide bomber for the left. And, you know, it's, uh, it reminds me when Mitch McConnell warned Harry the Body Reed that uh, uh, if you, because they were giving Barack Obama's judicial nominees the bums rush and they lowered the threshold to 50 votes in the Senate versus 60 votes, because they're cheaters and they're crooks and they're criminals and they cheat everything and they lie about everything and they throw out the rules when it serves them. And uh, you remember Mitch McConnell said, you will regret this sooner rather than later because we will control the Senate and we will do to you what you're doing here because you're changing the rules because you're greedy and corrupt, right? And Mitch McConnell explained that to Harry the Body Reed. And then Harry the Body Reed was out. The Republicans were in charge. Mitch McConnell was the majority leader instead of the minority leader. And guess what? They got President Trump's Supreme Court nominees through on 50 votes instead of 60 and overturned Roe versus Wade. If you want to play games, set yet another precedent that you'll no doubt come to regret. Say to my friends on the other side of the aisle, you'll regret this, and you may regret it a lot sooner than you think. And uh, he was right, and uh, because the, the crooks, the criminals, the Democrats changed the rules. They threw out the rules because they don't apply to them, and they were uh, scheming and plotting to put radicals on the bench. And then before you know it, 
The Republicans are in charge. Hey, we've got a 50-vote threshold now for federal judges. Supreme Court justices are federal judges. We've got a 50-vote threshold. So the Democrats couldn't block Donald Trump's three Supreme Court nominees. And Tom Cotton is warning Dickie the Turban Durbin uh, to the same, the same effect. Then Senator Marsha Blackburn wanted to speak, and he wouldn't let her speak. I'm waiting to be heard on the nominee. I've requested several times to be heard on the nominee. So now I guess Senator Durbin is not going to allow women to speak either. I thought that was sacrosanct in your party. Senator John Cornyn from, and nothing is sacrosanct except power. They're thoroughly corrupt people. And Senator Dick Durbin is a corrupt person. Senator John Cornyn is a Republican from Texas. Who, Chairman, who, you who just, has not been allowed to speak on that nomination? Mr. Chairman, you just destroyed yeah. one of the most important committees in the United States Senate. The chair would know and you've set a precedent the chair which will know. be repeated. Every time one party or the other takes advantage and takes the low road, it sets a precedent that will then be become the norm. Congratulations on destroying the United States Senate Judiciary Committee. Up next is- Honestly, this is the Democrat Party today. Rules don't apply to them. Sig Heil, Dick Durbin. While they're, uh, you know, what are they, they, they should just get to the next step and start burning the synagogues. You know, every knocked is crystal knocked in Democrat land. These are un-American people. They're corrupt people. The rules don't apply to them. I'm looking forward to finding out about the latest guy crashing his car into the barricade at the U.S. Capitol. I have a sneaking suspicion, but I'll wait for the facts to come out. And today is Fisher House Day, today and tomorrow on The Chris Plant Show. The phone number to contribute is 888-294-8560. Fisher House, the wonderful Fisher House. Give generously. Give $1 million and I'll cut your lawn. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Well, as you may be aware, today and tomorrow, Fisher House Day on the Chris Plant Show. And our latest, our latest Diane from Dumfries, Virginia, donated money. She's being discreet as to how much. Diane comes from a Marine Corps family, a proud Marine Corps family. God bless the Marine Corps. Has used Fisher House in the past and donates every year to pay it forward. Jane from Naples, Florida, donated $2,500. Thank you, Jane, in Naples, Florida. Beautiful Naples, Florida. Fifth Avenue, all that stuff. Tommy Bahama. Joe from Huddleston, Virginia, has donated $7,500. Between Joe and Jane, $10,000. Joe from Huddleston, Virginia, 
$7,500. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Diane. Wonderful. And the number to donate is 888-294-8560. You can donate throughout the day after we're off the air. And uh, even on the podcast, you know, it's it's the podcast, our podcast. Hundreds of millions listen to our podcast every day. And you can donate from the podcast as well. Now, with uh, that said, on the line, we has we have uh, Tish Stropes. Tish Stropes. Tish, thank you for being here. Tish is now the vice president for strategic initiatives with the Fisher House. Uh, Tish, tell me how it all began. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for having us and for everything you do year after year for Fisher House. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, uh, Zachary Fisher found a need, and um, and instead of talking about what could be done, he actually put it into action and, and built the first Fisher House to ensure that families could be by their loved one's bedside when they were in the hospital at no expense to them, a, a free place to stay for as long as they would need it. Um, so we now are at 95 Fisher Houses and just continue to grow um, recognizing that 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 need continues, and and we will be there to continue building houses as long as it takes. Well, it is um, it's just an extraordinary organization. I've got to say, in every interaction I've had with them, uh, just uh, just amazing. Now, one of the things that you do, uh, Tish, is you do the Hero Miles, Hero Miles, and hotels for heroes. Now, tell me how that works. So Hero Miles, um, it's a pretty amazing program. People can donate their frequent flyer miles, and then we use those miles to get family of wounded, injured, and ill um, to their bedside um, during that recovery process or to actual events in the community um, where they are working on their recovery, whatever that might be, because we know that you know recovery doesn't happen just in the hospital, but you need to find that new normal and, and continue to get on with your life. And so um, we have wonderful people across you know, the nation that donate their miles. They're, they're out there for business. They're out there you know, for pleasure, accruing all these miles, and they donate them back so that we can use those to purchase those airline tickets for those families or, in the case of, of many, um, for those veterans to get where they need to be for that treatment. Yeah, and, you know, you got to keep in mind that our our troops, our people in uniform, typically are quite young, and you've got young married couples and young families, often with young children. And when uh, the need arises and a medical crisis, uh, whether from combat or from an, an accident, a mishap, or or for medical reasons, um, you know, you've got young families cross country, far away, maybe around the world. And uh, gosh, now I've got to be in another time zone. How am I going to get there? Uh, and they can't afford, you know, can't just say, oh, we'll put it on the credit card and worry about that later. And uh, Fisher House learned that that was another area of need, and they stepped right in to uh, to do the right thing. And listen, God bless you, Tish Stropes. Thank you for everything that you do and, and for Fisher House. And please... Please donate 888-294-8560. 
Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.